Militarily Speaking, Episode 8, a talk with Tom McLean and Jody Vickery to learn about consumer credit. You get to listen to us today. We will be talking about everything consumer credit. Welcome to Militarily Speaking, brought to you by Armed Forces Bank. This is Tom McLean, joined by the one and only Jody Vickery. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everybody. All right. So I'm going to start out with a joke. Is it okay if I start out with a joke? Why wouldn't it be? Because for those that are going to stick around long enough, they at least can hear this, because by the time we get started, by the end of it, they'll be gone. Yes. So let's do this. So there's or two you of may us. chase them away with said joke. It's kind of two of them. So, you know, you know, my favorite all time joke is why a horse walks into a bar. Why the long face? Bartender says, why the long face? Well, I found an, a new ending to that. The horse actually replied and said, the bank denied my home loan because I don't have stable income. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. Was that a fake laugh? Yes, two? it right. was actually. It was a all polite right. laugh. It's like, I feel maybe sorry for him, but I'm going to laugh. All right. So remember, this is, I'm a dad. <laughs> so dad jokes count. <laughs> Here's one more that I found this today, and you'll be excited about it. Kermit Jagger. Is that actually a person? I think it's a frog. Oh. Needed to take out a $30,000 loan, so he went to this bank and met with a banker named Patricia Wack. So remember these names, okay? Kermit Jagger, Patricia Wack. Patricia asked Kermit, do you have something you can offer as collateral? Kermit said, I have a little porcelain figurine, and he handed it over to Miss Wack. Patricia was not impressed. She went to her manager to explain the situation. The manager laughed and replied, ah, it's a knick-knack, paddy-whack, give the frog a loan. His old man's a rolling stone. Wow. Did you write that yourself? Or no, did you, I like, found steal that. that? Okay. Did you get that one? <laughs> <laughs> Should I say the punchline again or not? No, I got it. I'm good. Okay. Yes, Kermit Jagger, Mick Jagger, all the Jaggers. Yeah. Knick-knack, paddy-whack, because her name is Patricia Wack. Yes. Okay. Yes. So on today's podcast, thanks for that. Now that everybody's disconnected <laughs> from the podcast. <laughs> as, you, as I said from the start, it doesn't look like we have any guests today. So it's just the two of us. <laughs> Let's hope you ran out of jokes. I hope that news doesn't make our listeners go away. But Jody and I will be talking about some consumer credit topics today. We will discuss responsible ways to obtain and use credit. We'll talk about the importance of maintaining good credit history. We'll provide helpful tips on credit products. You know, when we started this podcast, one of our commitments, I think, to the audience was that we would provide some sort of financial education and be educational, informative, and give them some tools and resources to be more successful in their personal financial lives. So I'm glad we have this time together, Jody. Financial education comes in. make one of us. Comes in, <laughs> in, it comes in many different shapes and sizes. And there are facts and stats and data and testimonials and opinions out there on the internet. And there's just thousands of websites in this financial education space. So earlier episodes, we had guest speakers from different organizations. I love having those conversations. It's great to get those organizations out in front of people so they know what resources they have. We've discussed topics such as PCSing, transitioning in the civilian world, the value of saving money. So I'm excited about this topic today as we dig in and share information about consumer credit. And so I'm going to go take you back in history a little bit with me, just as there is a military career journey, there is a consumer credit journey. 
and it starts with establishing credit. So my first foray, if I can steal my own word for myself into credit was at age 21. So we're really going back in history. We are 21. So just yeah, 10 years ago when my dad helped me purchase my first car, it was a, you know what my first car was? Um, a Pinto. It was a Hyundai Excel. Oh, in your wrong. notes. He and I were co-borrowers on a promissory note that we obtained from the car dealership. And I was obligated to make a $320 monthly payment. And because I paid as agreed, my payment history was favorably reported to the credit reporting agencies. And we all know, and for the audience, there's three major credit reporting agencies, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And while not everyone has the fortunate ability to involve a parent in the credit establishment process, let's talk about a great way to establish credit on your own. And Jody, I think as we talk about this next topic, do you have some, maybe not as interesting as my story, but probably more interesting than my <laughs> more, story? More recent, more, certainly. Okay, yes. That you can talk about with History. Your, your, <laughs> so talk about that for us. Yeah, no, um, my, my first adventure, not to use your word for a into credit was actually in college. So on campus, they all had tents. And by all, I mean all of the credit card companies, right? They had a tent here, a tent there, and you get a free t-shirt if you fill out the application and you can get credit cards up to who knows, you know, $5,000. So I filled out the deal. I'm pretty sure I got a free t-shirt. I went home and anxiously waited by the mailbox and I got my $500 credit card. I was convinced they'd left off a zero, totally changed my spending plans for my new card. But yeah, so that's how I got started, kind of let down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it destroyed my plans for shopping with my new card, but hey, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, you know, when you first start to think about credit and why you need it, I think the important part of that is you stop and you think about it and you don't just jump in kind of like I did filling out, you know, every application and every tent so I could get the free koozie, the free yeah. t-shirt, you know, that's how you outfit yourself as a young college <laughs> student. You ought to be thinking about why you need it. Is it something that you really need to borrow money for and pay interest on? Are there products out there that give you options? You know, it's, there's probably more than one way to, to skin that proverbial cat, I think. You know, and I think we'll highlight maybe a couple products today and, and we'll probably push folks to our website for more specific product details or if they have interest in applying for any of them. But I want to highlight two. One is our secured credit card. It's called a credit builder and it just does exactly what the name implies. You know, you think about people that haven't gotten into the credit world yet, or maybe people that have stubbed their toe, made a few mistakes, they need to get on a good right track again. This is a fully secured credit card. So an individual would put money into a savings account here at our bank, anywhere from $300 to $3,000. That serves as collateral for that account. It gives them a chance to then be issued a card where they can pay regular expenses on it, pay it off every month, exhibit a good payment history. You mentioned the three credit bureau reporting agencies will report to all three of those so that they're getting credit for that good behavior. And so whether you're starting out with nothing on your credit bureau, it's a way to establish good habits from the jump. Or if you've got some things to counterbalance that are maybe negative on your bureau, it's another way to accomplish that as well. You know, and I think one of the things that we sometimes can hear is, well, you know, how am I ever going to come up with $300 to open a savings account? Yeah, Yeah. if I need to borrow money, where's the $300 going to come from? And, you know, there are ways. And one of the things that, that we suggest to folks, if they don't need to open it today, but they have a willingness to try and save that money is to use our savings sense program, where it's attached to their account. And when they make a purchase, it rounds up to the nearest dollar, puts that money into the savings account. I know old school, I still actually have old my, school. My brother does too. He, yeah. take, 
He takes his big jug, yes. goes to a Coinstar machine or a bank, yes. and gets excited to get his $384 back. It is very exciting because you hear the ching, 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 yeah. ching, ching. Well, it's doing it, yeah. So we have one of those big five-gallon water jugs. We fill it up with coins, and it's always amazing how even just a couple of inches of coins mm -hmm. can actually end up being a lot of money by the time it all filters through and annoys everybody in the grocery store. Yeah, so we do that, but we do it electronically with saving sense. We've got all kinds of great testimonials about how both associates and our clients have been positively impacted by that. And, you know, and so that, that's one way to think about establishing credit. And again, you can go to our site at afbank.com if, you, if you're interested in more specific details. But things to look for on cards like that are, do they have a fee associated with them? Ours does not. You know, make sure you know what you're getting into before you fill out that application and take that leap. And I think, you know, that's a good gift too. We talk about that mm, around yeah. seasonal times, whether it's a graduation Definitely. or whether it's Christmas or any holiday that you're celebrating that maybe that's the right time to do that. And that's probably the best gift you can get. Yep. I totally agree with that. You know, and then the only other product, we don't want to be too product heavy today, but the only other one that we might highlight and share with folks, again, more information available on our website is our access loan. You know, everybody likes to think that they're going to plan for life's unexpected, but Life has a funny way sometimes of just throwing you a curveball. You might have an emergency fund. Maybe it's not enough for that curveball that life threw you, or maybe you haven't had time to establish one. The access loan is an unsecured loan. People can use the funds for whatever they might want to use them for. And it's a way to set up repayment over a period of time. So if you need $1,000, but you don't have it today, you can pay a little bit each month. You pay it off early if you want. The nice thing about that product, though, it's it really puts our client in the driver's seat, if you will. So we approve them for what their credit qualifies them for. And so say, Tom, I approve you for five thousand mm dollars. -hmm. Not going to do that. Not sure you're good for it. <laughs> but just I gave pretend, you a savings account, pretend right? okay. that I did approve you for five thousand dollars. Make the leave scenario here. You can take five thousand dollars or you could take a thousand dollars. You could take seven hundred and fifty dollars, whatever amount you need to cover what life threw your way. And then it's up to you, right? So you'll pay that back over time. You can pay it back early. There's no penalty for that. You know, all important things to ask about whether you're borrowing from us or from somebody else. Thank you for those dissertations and the details about those two products, because those two products are going to be very be beneficial as our, as our audience looks at what's out there in the marketplace, but hopefully gives, gives us the opportunity to see if we can help them. So as we spin off from specific products, it's important to be well-versed in some of the key concepts that go along with making solid credit decisions for yourself. And so I'm going to talk about just really a couple of things here with credit utilization rates and then credit monitoring services. But credit utilization is something that doesn't get talked about a lot because you, you talk about your $500 credit card you got. You would have spent all of it. You spent all of it. And I maybe did. you went over your limit. Don't too. don't remember what I spent it on, <laughs> but it was cool. But there, there is this general rule of thumb that, that I've read over time that says 30% is, is the maximum amount you should use on that credit. So if you get an Armed Forces Bank credit card, say for $1,000, try, try to stay around 300 and either pay it down or pay it off each month. Don't have, don't have to pay that finance charge, but your credit utilization on that available credit to you should be about 30% of that approved limit that's on that credit card. It would make sense not to carry that credit card balance because then you'll get hit with a finance charge. And those can range, we know what they anywhere from maybe 12% up to 29% or 30% on a credit card. Right. And anymore, if you if people look at their credit card statement, it'll tell them, you know, if you're just gonna make your minimum payment, 
this is going to take you, you know, 8,602 years to pay, right. <laughs> to pay your balance but, off. Or you know, sometimes it takes more than a, a mortgage more. time yeah. to pay yeah. off credit it's, cards. If people if read that, it's actually very informative. Yeah. Credit monitoring services, again, this comes in different forms and names and fashion out there, but I'm going to go with a little history on this one too. Back in the early days when Jody was around back in 1841, <laughs> when the mercantile agency was formed that collected information on lenders and borrowers. Okay. So that's funny, but my daughter has actually asked me if I was around <laughs> when the colonies were here. <laughs> <laughs> that was before I Lincoln, right? Okay, so, before Abraham Lincoln. So, so fast forward from 1841, go to the 1960s when we were all in high school and there were more than 2000, we, we were not all in high school. There were, two, there were 2000 <laughs> credit reporting agencies, which I didn't know this. I didn't either. And then it con consolidated down to five and then eventually, the facts. eventually it became three, which are the three most prominent today. And then we hear about FICO, which is a fair Isaac score, which is a different score, had its own calculation that launched in 1989. And that was the benchmark or the conversation starter, if you will. So scores range from typically 300 at the low point to 850. And I, like you, Jody, are pretty, am pretty competitive. And I compare mm -hmm. with my kids because my kids at ages 22 and 24 uh, have better scores than I do. But we have this competition. <laughs> I'm in last right now. But I can keep striving to get better. Five factors, and I think this is important information too, five factors affect your score. We always talk about when you know, if you go to a car dealership, then there's 10 polls, or if you apply for a job or get a mobile phone, I mean, everybody's accessing your credit score. So you have to be mindful of that. But the five things that impact your score are payment history, which is 35% of your score. The amounts owed goes back kind of to that credit utilization rate. So if you're maxed out on all your credit cards, it's going to have a negative effect on your score. The length of credit history, which is a 15% bucket. So you've got payment history at 35%, amounts owed at 30, length of credit history. So how long you've been out there reporting to the credit reporting agencies, that's 15%. New credit is 10%. And then the credit mix is 10%, whether it's revolving, which is a credit card, whether it's an automobile loan, whether it's a lease payment you have, whether it's a mortgage, whether it's a home equity, that type of credit mix impacts your score as well because it has to do with available credit or amortized credit or paid down credit over time. So there's plenty of options out there and there's also other scores like a Vantage score, an Experian Boost score, a Discover Credit Scorecard. For the most part, all these scores mean one thing. It's how you handle your finances and how your credit history is to see if someone's willing to take a chance on you to see if you deserve more credit. The options out there when it comes to credit monitoring, beside Experian, you've got Credit Karma, you've got LifeLock, you've got Identity Guard, you've got ID Shield, you've got all these companies out there that can help monitor how your credit is. So we encourage you to look at your credit score as frequently as you can. As a matter of fact, later this year, this is kind of hot off the press, right? When we launch breaking news, we need like a breaking news. Breaking <laughs> When we launch a new product later this year, you're going to be able to have access to your credit score and you'll be able to monitor it, whether it's on the dark web to look at, you know, from an ID theft standpoint, you'll know better than you do today with Armed Forces Bank, how your credit is. Do you do a lot on the dark web? I do. Don't answer. All right. Don't fill in any blanks. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
It's just spider webs at night. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. No, that that's all really good information. And it made me think one thing that I, I neglected to mention when we were talking about the access loan a little bit ago, we do look at that FICO score or that credit score, but it's not the only thing we look at. One of the things that I think special about what we're doing here at Armed Forces Bank is we realize that particularly for our military customers that are you know bouncing around, they're moving a yeah. lot. It's not uncommon to have say a straggling utility bill or something like that. And, and all of a sudden, wow, you have a collection item on your bureau. It's not that you're a bad person. It's not that you didn't pay your bills. It literally, the bouncing ball didn't follow you to your new duty station. And so we look at other things, alternative data. If they're a current client of ours, how have they behaved and say their checking account, things like that, because a person is not solely their FICO score. When you go back to the credit builder you talked about earlier, if, if someone has a $112 utility bill, pay it with a credit card, mm -hmm. right? that gets reported. Sometimes people will pay their utility bills like clockwork, but if that car loan or if something else doesn't get paid, then that gets reported negatively. Pay utility bills so you get credit for your good paying behaviors. Yep, because you know you're going to pay that off anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, the only thing I might say, just to kind of to wrap that up, especially in the, the world that we live in, Tom, and the economy that we're in, it's, you know, it, it's no joke. You go to the gas station and my car that used to take 50 bucks to fill up now takes 90 bucks to fill up. That $40 has to come from somewhere. You basically have to have a lender back in the meat section of the grocery store <laughs> so that you can buy steak to <laughs> you take you buy now, your pay family. Later. Yeah. Yes, I need a Groupon <laughs> for ground beef. It's terrible, but all that money has to come from somewhere to make up the difference. And so if you find yourself in a jam, I think, you know, sometimes people don't know what to do and they get scared, they get nervous. They don't want to call their bank or their creditor because they think they're going to get yelled at or be made to feel less than that. I would, I would encourage folks to do just the opposite, you know, bankers, lenders, we all understand that things happen in life. Mm -hmm. And I'd much rather have somebody call me proactively to say, you know what? I just lost my job. I'm starting a new one in three weeks. I can't get the payment done right now, but I can do it here. And then let's make a plan together to get you fully caught back up instead of just sort of going dark on me yeah. and stop answering the phones. It, that, that makes it harder to figure out how to get you out of out of a tight spot, perhaps. So I'd encourage folks, if, if the economy's got you down or if life's throwing you a, a wicked curveball, reach out, communicate with your bank, your lending institution, and let them know what's going on in your life. And I bet you'll find that most are willing to work with you. Good points. Yeah, we talk about the resources available and there's a lot out there and I, I, I can't list them all, but I, when I think about in my world with the regulatory bodies that govern banks, there's information through the Federal Reserve, through the FDIC, like the Money Smart program, which mm -hmm. is great That's from, a good one. from kids all the way up to high schoolers to beyond. The FTC, the Federal Trade Commission offers publications on how to avoid scams or cybersecurity, identity theft, getting out of debt, fixing your credit and so much more. And even those of you listening that are active duty that are on your military installations, reach out to ACS or Airman Family and Readiness Center, Fleet and Family Readiness, or, or just visit reputable websites to get more information to, to do some self-education on, on certain financial matters, whether it's budgeting or saving money or buying that first home just to educate yourself. And I think folks would find a lot of interesting, probably relevant articles too on our afbank.com website in the oh, blog yeah. section. We put a lot of content. A lot of out resources there. out yeah, there. Definitely. I think that's, well, I was going to mention something about we're debt free. We were going to sing a song about that, but I, we're not going to sing. No, there's just nothing good. Can but it's come really that, nice to be period. out of debt. Isn't it? It is, but we still don't need to sing. Yeah. And we're still in debt. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still not singing. 
but we are claiming. Don't we have military minutes? We are. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness there is an end to all of this. There, we have military minute things to tend to. So for, for our listening audience, if you remember last week, we had a great guest in Dan Bozung. And of course, our military minute had to do with Dan. And if you recall, our question was, what is so special about Dan Bozung's hair? I got it wrong. Yeah. What's the answer? I, I don't think he knew we were going to ask that either, <laughs> no. honestly. He was taken aback. So, but the answer for anybody that posted on Facebook and Instagram is when the wind blows, Dan's hair doesn't move. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Well, mine doesn't because I've lost it. But it's amazing that Dan would actually publicize that, right? Hey, and then that we would pick it up and use it in such a public way. Yeah, we have a I'm great sure support he, team around here, I'm don't sure we? he's grateful. <laughs> And so, you know what? We don't want to delay this week's military minute Let's either. Not. Let's not. Because the faster um, we get through it, the better. Yeah. And I think this one probably is sourced to you if I had to guess as I look at the question. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. So this week's military minute, random question this week, has nothing to do with the guest because mm, we don't have a guest. So the question, pop culture. the question is pop culture, which is one of Tom's most favorite things to talk about. Only favorite. What is Lady Gaga's real name? I have all these Lady Gaga songs that we could <laughs> sing, we could. but we are not going to. So the answer next week on our podcast, or if you know you don't want to participate, but I'd encourage you to <laughs> jump onto the Facebook or Instagram account, put your answer in the comments. And just as a reminder, you have a chance to win $50 for you, $50 for a charity of your choice. I do believe we got breaking news. I don't have such breaking news. You don't think we can double that? We're going to double it? Yeah. Where are you getting all the deep pockets from? I, I think it's true. I think we're going to give $100 to we this We need the breaking winner. news noises again. So we're, gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're we giving so a wildly self-entertained. It's crazy. This Lady Gaga question is, is important. Okay. So according to Tom, he is good for it. And we are going to double it. So <laughs> now you really need to go to Facebook and Instagram and tell us what Lady Gaga's real name is. And if you get it right and you are the one selected, you'll have $100 coming at you and $100 to a charity of your Bam. choice. That's yeah. very generous of you, Tom. You're welcome. I'm sure that's going to show up on an expense report somewhere. <laughs> well, signed by Jody. <laughs> so go out to Facebook and Instagram to enter. And I just say thanks again for all of you listening. And if you want to learn more about some of the things we've talked about specifically, you can go to www.afbank.com. Check out our blog library. A lot of great information out there. Yeah. There's product information on the access loan, on our credit builder secure card, and, and quite a bit more than that, actually, that we didn't have time to cover today. And if you enjoyed today's episode, again, go to afbank.com to subscribe to the show. And make sure you rate us, leave a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thanks, Jody. Good chatting with you. Copyright 2022 Armed Forces Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All non-Armed Forces Bank owned apps, websites, company names, and product names are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective owners. Their mention does not imply any affiliation with or endorsement by Armed Forces Bank of them or their products and services. They are merely used as examples of the many available apps, companies, and websites that offer similar services. Before using any app or website, you should carefully review the terms of use, data collection, and privacy policy. Apps may have an initial cost or in-application purchase features. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be legal, tax, or financial advice. Although Armed Forces Bank believes this information to be accurate, it cannot ensure that it could change. Statements or opinions of individuals referenced herein are their own, not Armed Forces Bank. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation and respective governing bodies for applicable laws, such as IRS.gov for current tax law, Armed Forces Bank, the Armed Forces Bank logo, and the militarily speaking logo are registered trademarks of Armed Forces Bank.